welcome welcome to i love connor great to have you back with us how was your valentine's day i trust it was lovely you know hoping you got gifts you got cards you got texts and calls and got loved upon yeah it was brilliant brilliant mine was great i will tell you about it someday so we're continuing with it. i love connor we're just talking about just sharing very very few tips and tricks you know on our relationships things that can help us you know the bible says true wisdom or by wisdom a house is built by understanding it is established and true knowledge it is furnished it is furnished with beautiful treasures so you think about your relationship as a house it is built by wisdom you know, the Bible says a wise woman builds her home. A wise man as well builds his home. It is built by wisdom and established by understanding. So the more information you get, the more knowledge you get, you furnish your relationship with beautiful treasures, with beautiful things. Don't ever get tired of working on your relationship. Don't get tired. Don't get tired of hearing these things. They are important and they add value to your relationship every day. Hallelujah. So Pastor wanted me to share this ultra, ultra February just to discuss a little bit on relationships and to help us. Hallelujah. So I'm thanking Pastor for the opportunity. Today, we are going to be speaking about one of the most important things in a relationship. What is it? I'm sure you know. Communication. Communication is the blood of the relationship. It is the life of the relationship. It is the lifeline of the relationship. There is nothing you can do without communication. And once communication, has, once there's a problem with the communication, once there's a glitch, once there's an issue, the fabric of that relationship begins to decay and begins to die. So it is so important that you learn and keep learning about communication. You know, pastor's been talking about personal transformation during our Tuesday Bible surfing um, classes. And one of the most important things he has thought is you have to be open to continual learning learning every day that is how we are transformed by learning and learning and learning and learning and keep learning so there's always something more to learn communication is so 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 important in a marriage that is how it starts isn't it it's by a text a call a hi a hello a i like you a can we go out and eat together that is how it all starts it is the same way it is con it is sustained hallelujah one, in fact, you can trace all, all, all marital problems and all is all. All marital problems can be traced back to a problem with the communication. There's a problem somewhere. Something was either miscommunicated, assumed, misunderstood, not communicated. There must have been a problem somewhere with the communication. And also every, every problem is fixed by communication hallelujah so every problem you can find its roots in, in miscommunication or non-communication or a problem with the communication and every problem is fixed by communication so communication is so so important so important it's something every one of us should work on every day so what are the, the, the few tips we're going to share 
today on communication. Number one is know your communication styles. You know, you and your spouse. Everybody has different ways to communicate. And you need to know how does my spouse communicate? When do I know he's telling me something? When do I know this is important to him? When do I know he is being serious? When do I know he's joking? Hallelujah. You need to know. You need to get, you need to know. Everybody has a specific communication style. Some people are open, direct, you know, humorous. Some people are vague. Some people are specific. They tell you exactly what they want. Some other people are like, can't get me anything, but it actually means something. Hallelujah. So you need to know how your spouse communicates. Some people are humorous. They joke about everything, but they might be saying something serious, but they'll be joking around about it. And some other people get very, very irritated when you're joking and they're talking about something serious and you just, no, it can become very, very irritated and very angry. So you need to know how does my spouse communicate? And this comes with learning every day, every day, every day, every day. You know, many, many people talk about their, their their parents when they're growing up. They say, they know when their parents just give them a look or their parents just give them a wry smile or the parent, you know, you know when your father is proud of you, he doesn't need to say it. You know when your mother is angry with you, she doesn't also need to say it. So all these, are, so there is verbal, there is non-verbal communication, there's body language and all that. So there are so many ways we have a, a very huge class on communication in our marriage project. So in our marriage college. So this is just a few. So one of, as, as I said, first thing is learn the communication style. Know it inside out. And know when the person is saying something serious, the person is joking. So learn your communication style. Number two, be open. Be open. You know, the Bible talks about being naked. That the man and his wife in, in Genesis chapter two, they were naked and they were not ashamed. And people like to talk about that and related to communication in marriage, to be able to bear yourselves, to be able to tell what is in your heart, to be able to open up, to be vulnerable. That all comes in openness and communication. If there is no openness, either from both parties or from one party, there is usually a problem. There is a reason. It's either there is a lack of trust you know, you don't trust each other. So you feel if I tell him he's going to berate me or he's going to, you know, victim shame me or he's going to, you know, or if I tell her she's now going to become more demanding or she's going to um, treat me in this way or look down on me. There is a lack of trust, which is something you now need to work on with communication. So it's something you need to keep working on, being open. Now, this is not a day's journey. For some people, as I said, depending on your communication style, for some people, it's easy. For others, it is more difficult. For some people, it's easy for them to tell you exactly their directs, their specific, they tell you exactly how they feel and all that. For some others, they have layers like an onion. You have to peel them and peel them and peel them and peel them before you get to the center. So you it all comes with learning, learning, learning. Hallelujah. Now we can't talk about communication without talking about time, quality time. For you to learn your partner's communication style, you need to learn, you need to spend time with that person. You need to spend time and spending time is not spending time together on your phone, he's on his phone. Spending time together, discussing, speaking, talking, sharing. So time is so important. One of the things that 
skills are communication in our marriages is no time. It's not, it's not that we don't have time. It's more like we don't spend time together. Hallelujah. We don't spend time together. So once the children come, you have to cook, you have to clean, you have to look after children, you have to, and then both of us work, you go to work, I go to work, we'll come back, oh, hi, how was it? That's fine. You know, I'm going to bed. And that added to it the phone and social media. So with the little time we used to have together to spend, you know, to talk, we use that time to spend on social media chatting or just looking through feeds. And we're not spending enough time. We need to make out time, time. And you need to time it. You need to be intentional about it and say, I need to spend what? 30 minutes, 45 minutes every day with my spouse, just talking about ourselves. It's going to take a lot of discipline. For those who are newlyweds, you mightn't understand. But for people who have been married for some time, you know how precious time is so precious so you need to learn to spend time together hallelujah so this is where we're going to stop i will be continuing so if you want to know a lot a little more because i'm not going to we're not going to talk about the whole course we want to know a little more about apologizing about your tone and your manner about raising issues and things like that and communicating in difficult times then you can you can watch this video you can complete this video on youtube it will be on our channel maybe tomorrow. So God bless you. And here's pastor. I think the fourth, I think this is the fourth, the fourth tip I was going to talk about is listening. So important. So important. So communication, not just talking. Nobody really likes to talk. Especially us women, we like to talk, 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 talk. Communicating. I'm telling him, I'm telling him, but are we listening? Are we listening? You know, and it's supposed to call active listening. So you're actually listening to understand. You're not listening to respond. You're not listening to be able to know how you're going to bear the grudge or let him say, let me catch him in, in a trap. No, you're listening to understand. The more you understand, the more you're able to show empathy. The more you're able to see things from his own perspective or her own perspective. So are we listening? And many times we are not listening. That is why sometimes we say, he doesn't tell me anything. He doesn't talk. He doesn't, oh, she didn't tell me she wanted this. She didn't, she didn't tell me that. Am I a mind reader? No one is a mind reader in a relationship. But the truth is many times our spouses talk and they talk and they talk, but we don't listen. So we need to practice listening. We need to practice listening. How do you practice listening? So when a spouse is saying something, you just keep quiet. Take it in turns. Don't talk at the same time. Don't interrupt each other. Take it in turns. You're talking, I'm listening. And then after after you finish talking, I spend a few minutes thinking about what you said, or at least 30 seconds thinking about what you've said. Have I heard him right? And if you're not sure, you clarify. Do you mean, are you saying, am I hearing you right? Did you actually mean this? You're clarifying because sometimes someone is saying something. We all hear from different places. So I hear with my woman hat on, of course, my career hat, woman hat on, with my my hair girl hat on, um, all my experiences from primary school, um, the things I, I, I hear on social media. So I'm hearing you through so many, so many lenses. And through all those filters, I might hear something you haven't said, or I might 
imagine you've said something that you haven't actually or you haven't actually said or you didn't actually mean in the way that i've thought i heard it so i need to clarify do you mean this do you mean that so this is so important that we are hearing correctly so we are clarifying where first of all we're taking time to listen to understand and then we're clarifying to make sure we have understood the person well because many times in marriage what happens is we misunderstand and we assume and then we get angry we have we feel resentful we are upset and for things that don't even exist and something i didn't mean or or i didn't say so it's important that we are listening and we are clarifying the thing i want to talk about so important is apologizing something called apology language hallelujah There's something called apology language now we like to be apologized in different apologized to in different ways there are some people who um just a fight i'm sorry i i won't do that. I'm, I'm sorry i did that it's enough for you some other people it's not enough you have to explain why you did it how you did it what you were thinking when you did it and how you will not do it again yeah for some people they are not able to apologize you know some people you know those people they don't know how to apologize but they'll go outside and they'll buy you biscuit or chocolate or suya and to them that's the apology yeah good so the people who do that sort of thing that's their own apology language uh -huh. or they'll go and start cooking soup or chicken that thing you like they'll start doing and they'll come and bring it for you and you're saying, well, sorry, that thing I told you, you know, and, uh, you know. So you have to know how, the, the important thing here, just like love languages, know how your partner wants to be apologized to. For some people, they don't care about your sorry. If you like, say sorry from now till tomorrow. Doesn't touch them, doesn't move them. Write, get full scalp, eh? be writing sorry, only sorry for one week. It doesn't move them. What they want to see is a change. They want to see, first of all, you're remorseful for the thing you did and that thing you, you did that you wouldn't do it again. So they want to see a change in behavior. They want to see a change in action. That is the true repentance, isn't it? You change. And for some people, they want that evidence before they accept any form of apology, spoken or unspoken. So you have to know how your spouse likes to be. I believe everybody wants a genuine apology. And everybody wants that change in behavior. But for some people, it's easy for them to let go. It's easy for them to say, fine, you've apologized, let's move on. For some other people, it's not easy. And for some people, we have to accept this, have this toxic behavior of silent treatment. And they can't deal with it. They just have to be quiet for some time. They just have to be able to process what has happened. They just have to. And you have to give them the time and the space to do that. You know, if we're Christians, I believe that you should be able to forgive. But you can't dictate to people how they feel and how they want to behave after that. You can't force them or box them into a corner or into behaving the way you behave. Oh, I forgive quickly. Oh, I just start speaking to you immediately. Oh, I don't mind. I just forget everything. Some other people don't. And you, I mean, it may be nature, it may be nurture. And you can't blame them for this or shame them for this you have to let them be their own people so this is so important in our communication because one of the problems we have is 
he did this thing he didn't even apologize he went and did this one she didn't even think she should say sorry she didn't even come and beg me she didn't even do this one or oh, i haven't seen her do this to show that she's actually sorry she, you know and all that so you need to know how that person likes to be apologized so and you need to make an effort to this would help in eliminating conflict and prolonged conflict which for me is a waste of time it's a waste of time and your time is your life so imagine okay let's imagine your relationship on earth is supposed to be 24 hours and you spend 12 of those hours angry in conflict and just opposed to each other not speaking what do you have left only 12 hours to be happy to enjoy yourselves to spend time with each other so you spent half half of the time not communicating not enjoying your relationship when you could have spent maybe one hour sorting that thing out and had 23 hours to spend happy and together so as much as you can deal with conflict quickly and get on deal with conflict quickly and get on hallelujah talking about conflict raising issues raising issues this is a very very important part because issues would always come up in marriage something you were not happy about something that you know you disagreed about something um that robbed you the wrong way whatever it is you want to raise an issue you have to know get your tone and your timing right especially for the woman for the man but still the way you communicate it is very important the way you communicate your displeasure the way you communicate your hurts the way is it, it will determine how that person takes it you know we did this role playing in marriage college you know and you see once somebody becomes combative starts to shout what does person that person start doing starts to shout as well raises their voice and then there's tension but when you come with I'm not very happy today. What happened? When you spoke to me, I didn't like it. I'm just, I, 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 can, I could get why you were angry, but it really, really hurt me the way you spoke to me. Because that person likely to respond. Very likely to respond. I didn't realize that. Or, you know, I was really angry, but I'm sorry you felt that way. Or something. You know, but very likely the person would take it. Rather than, come, hey you. You mean... Do you know who I am? How can you speak to me in that way? I will not be spoken to in that way. I will not take it. I would tell that person likely to react angrily, shouting, screaming, you know, and you don't get anything done. So raising issues is so important because you would always have to raise issues. You'd always have to bring up what displeases you, the problems in the marriage and things like that. Get your timing right. Get your tone right. Get the environment right. And things are more likely to be you know, even doubt, even when things are really, really bad, escalated and all that, you know, you want to call in a third party, you still need to be able to communicate it very, very gently and in the right way. If you put, get, get, you put it in the right way, it will be accepted. If you don't, you will miss it. And the danger is you can block, that person can just block you off totally and refuse and just say, I'm not, I'm, I'm not listening. I'm not going there. I will not have, to, I'm not doing therapy. 
you know, that sort of thing. And once that person becomes very, very defiant, it's now more difficult. It's now more difficult. Hallelujah. So, so, so important. There's so much, so much in communication, so much in communication that it's not something we can finish. But I want to just share a few things. So don't forget, learn to spend time with each other. Learn your communication styles. Learn to ask the right questions. How do you get to know people? questions so even in the marriage don't ever think i know him oh it's my wife i know her i know everything about her we keep going and as we keep going we keep changing so learn to ask the right questions the more you ask questions the more you know this person the more you ask the more you know the more you ask the more you know and when the other thing that happens when you ask is the person you're asking now feels valued feels like you're interested in in them feel like you want to know more about them you're making an effort and that is good hallelujah so ask questions if you're not sure clarify make sure you are checking keep checking hallelujah keep checking be open be honest if they are not open and then there is a problem and start to dig what is the problem why am i holding back what can i do to solve sort this out and sort it out ASAP. Hallelujah. So it will be great if you join our marriage course at Marriage College. It is coming. We're starting a new semester, March, April. So it'd be great if you can register. If you want any details, just contact us and leave us a message on our website or send us a DM or something. And we will get back to you with information. Hallelujah. If you're thinking of settling down within the next six months, this marriage college is definitely for you. You're going to learn things and think about things you had never thought about before, but will prepare you for the next phase of your life. Hallelujah. God bless you. I will see you on the next one.